Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. I'm your host, Connor Livesey. I'm joined by Oklahoma edge rusher Isaiah Thomas. What's going on, man? How are you today? Doing pretty good, man. How about yourself? Oh, I'm good, man. Staying busy. I know you've been busy as well. You guys had a pro day kind of early on in the pro day process. So you've kind of just been been chilling at this point, doing some workouts, talking to some teams. How's how's the last couple of weeks been now that everything slowed down for you? Yeah, like you said, um, our pro day was like four four days after the combine. So we had one of the first ones in the country. And um, yeah, ever since then, yeah, really just been meeting with teams, uh, Zoom interviews with teams, had to work out with, uh, with with the Cowboys and stuff like that. So really as far as now, really just working out, staying in shape, uh, playing the waiting game really at this point. And so having my agents keep in touch with me and having other teams reach out to me from time to time again. So outside of that, yeah, just staying in shape, working out. I hate to get too far away from just the whole whole draft process here, but you said you're doing a workout with the Cowboys. I'm a big Cowboys fan, cover the Cowboys. A lot of people listening to this are Cowboys fans, and I know we're going to be happy to hear that. Um, so you said you did a workout with them? Yes, sir. So, yeah, uh, so like last, like two weeks ago, uh, yeah, they came down to, to Norman since it's only about like a two-and-a-half-hour drive right. uh, from Dallas to, to Norman. And, yeah, had a workout with them, and, man, it, it went pretty good. Actually, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, the same guy that, that did the workout with me did the workout with Charles Tapper several years ago. So, I mean, cool. yeah, it felt pretty good because, you know, obviously the Cowboys drafted Charles Tapper. So, you know, with me working out with the same guy, you know, it's looking pretty promising. Who was – who was who did the workout? Uh, was it Leon Lutt, I believe? Yep, Leon Lutt. Yep, he's a yeah. defensive line coach, does a lot of the defensive, you know, pass rush coaching and all that too. So Right. That's awesome, man. Um, that's really cool to hear because, like I said, I know a lot of people listening to this, myself included, are uh, kind of rooting, you know, rooting for you to land in Dallas. You know, not make that far trip down to Oklahoma to, to Dallas. That'd be great. No, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind at all, man. Whatever, whatever comes my way, I'm ready for it. So I know, you know, the pro days combines. That's all a crazy couple of days, couple of weeks. Um, especially how close your pro day was to the combine, it kind of was hectic for you. Um, how was that whole process for you? I know you, you had a good show at the combine, went to the pro day, had a good show at the pro day, but um, from the team meetings to the workouts to the drills, just kind of walk us through that whole process for you and um, how you think that might impact where you end up uh, come here in a couple weeks. Yeah, I think it might, it'll positively impact me because, like you said, uh, my, my combine was pretty well, pretty good actually. Um, I know it's like, like my big, like you know, deal that I did the 40 uh, at the combine was the 40 yard dash because um, I run a four seven flat. 
And I know like most teams that I was talking to, they weren't expecting me to run that fast. Right. Actually, during during the interview processes, you know, um, majority of teams have their projections on what they think you'll run and like what they think you'll do this and that. And most teams felt I would run like a four eight or something like that or a high four seven. And you know, I was like, I was like, nah, like, you know, <laughs> like 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 I've been working, I've been grinding and whatnot. And you know, I know I'm a bigger defensive end, but I, I'm gonna get a four seven two or lower. And some of them are kind of distraught by that. So so th- that's why I really feel like the combine went well for me and positively impacted me. And then at Pro Day, you know, uh, the drills went really well for me. The stuff that we did at the uh, Pro Day was pretty familiar to what I did at at, uh, at Oklahoma. You know, I had some great D-line coaches there. So all the drills that yeah. I did pretty good too. So You uh, you played with Brian Osamoa, a guy that we talked to on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's actually like the day before. Oklahoma Pro Day. Um, and I asked him this question. I'm interested. Her, his perspective might be a little bit different than yours. Um, and obviously, please don't take this the wrong way. But it's funny yeah. watching Oklahoma defense at times because sometimes I feel like, man, I feel like you could get a lot more out of these guys because they have you guys do some some slant techniques. They have you guys not just pin your hair back and rush the passer. It's a lot of playing sign assignment football, you know, being mm. strong in the gap integrity game and all that. But I mean, a guy like yourself who's got size, length, explosiveness, speed, like you say, hey, let's put him on the weak side and let him rush the passer. Was it ever frustrating for you at times to feel like, man, I feel like I could do more than I already am if I was in one of those roles where it's just getting after quarterbacks, getting into the backfield? Well, I can't – I know for me, like like you said, you know, me and Brian would have two different perspectives on it. And I know for me specifically, like myself, I know I had a – I had a great, you know, um, I, I say view and perspective on the defense that we ran, specifically because I had a lot of success in it. I know prior to Coach Grinch coming with his defensive scheme and whatnot, I didn't have very much success, like, at all. Then when he right. came in, I led the team in sacks and I led the team in TFLs. But, like you said, there is times where I'm like, like, like man, you know, like, like it would be better in this situation. Like, man, if we didn't slant, like, if we right. could just, you know, rush pinning ears back and go in certain situations. But I know at the end of the day, you know, Coach would put himself in the best situation to, to, to be at Oklahoma or to be at where he's at now at, uh, at, at USC. So I know that he put a game plan in front of us that he believed in to give us the most success. So I know from my perspective, I had a lot of success with it. But, yes, yeah, certainly at certain times I was like, 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 dang, I wish I could be doing this or I wish we could just pin our ears back and go, like, in this particular situation. Right. So, yeah, uh, they're, they're, I know for me, you know, there, there was a lot, a lot of great things that, that we did, but there were certain times where I feel like we could have went a different way about it. Yeah. And I mean, I think that just we always talk about it in the media and draft, whatever, whatever you call it. But it's just like, man, these Oklahoma guys, like kind of like you were saying earlier, like you test and you test really well. And you're like, you just, sometimes you didn't expect that because they were never you know, asked to just get off the ball and go. It was a lot of, hey, let's stay in our gaps. Let's play sinus helmet. You know, we'll, we'll work to the quarterback, but we're really not trying all the time to just get there as quick as we possibly can. We see so many one gapping just you know, pin your ears back and get the quarterback. So it's always, it's always kind of curious. I'm always curious to get people's perspective on it because it it's, speaks to the versatility that you can do. You can play in a one gapping, a two gapping scheme. You can play and do multiple front things with the way you play at Oklahoma. So I always like to get you guys' perspective on what you think of the defense and, you know, how much it improved your overall game. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like you touched on how you said it can surprise you with how fast that some of us may be or how, how well we do in certain drills because, like, like, like you said, like we slanted so much. Like, teams, like, you know, right. th- there were times people could see me, like, get off the ball or, like, run in certain situations. But, you know, rarely at times, you know, we, we had that chance to showcase that all the time as much as we wanted to. So, I think that's why I said it before uh, when I ran the 40-yard dash run that 4-7 flat. I almost got that 4-6 with it. But e- either way, you know, surprisingly, a lot of coaches and GMs and, like, that really put a, put a shine on what I'm uh, capable of doing and show that versatility. 
for sure for sure um i always like asking this question too like you guys played edge rush and offensive tackle are probably the two deepest positions in this class um yeah. no doubt about it and obviously the edge rush is loaded the the offensive tackles are loaded. You played a lot of good tackles at college at Oklahoma. Do you, can you think of one off the top of your head that really stood out as, hey, he was he was a dog. He was tough to beat, you know, tough dude to, to win against? Yeah, so uh, I, I know from off, to, off the top of my head, I know Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. He got drafted by the Chicago Bears, I believe. He, he, was, he yep. was pretty good. Solid tackle, um, really solid tackle. And uh, I believe he plays for the Dolphins now. To, uh, not Tevin Jenkins, but um, Connor Williams. He played for the uh, University of Texas. Played yep. for the Cowboys last year, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, yep. he, yeah, at Oklahoma, when, uh, when he was at Texas and I was at Oklahoma, he, he was really solid tackle, man. And, and those two guys, and, and I say those two guys because of how like how stout they were. Like you know, if you beat them, it was off like 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 pure skill and like talent on like like a sharp precise. Like you couldn't really get away with a lot with them um, at the college level. So those two particularly were some guys that stood out to me. Awesome. And you you guys have some good offensive linemen coming out out of Oklahoma this year. Can you touch on some of those guys? Because I know. Again, a lot of Cowboys fans are very familiar with Oklahoma. A lot of just NFL, you know, fans in general are excited about some of these Oklahoma offensive line that, you know, again, they're not being talked about in the day one conversation, but still a lot of talented guys coming out. Can you talk about some of the guys that are coming out this year at Oklahoma offensive line that you had to practice up against and go up against and practice a lot? Yeah, so actually they're they're both from my class. Um, Marquise Hayes and Tyrese Robinson, we both we all came in together. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so when uh, I know when I describe Tyrese Robinson, I'll go on him first, man. That that guy played so much at, at Oklahoma, man. There was games he played at tackle, games he played at guard, and I know our practices at the time he played um he played center. And then uh, I, I know Creed Humphreys already with the Kansas City Chiefs, but he we all Creed Humphrey also came in with us. And when yep. those guys were being together, man, it it, it was like poetry in motion. And a, a guy coming out this year as well, uh, Marquise Hayes, and that yep. guy was like. like Mauler, like you know, like like extremely aggressive, strong, stout guy. You know, holds a block very well and stuff. So, and guys like him and guys like Tyrese Robinson, guys like you said, aren't getting the first day talking like a lot of buzz and a lot of hype, but but definitely suitable for any team. For sure, yeah. And like I said, they're they're guys that I'm excited about when I turn on the tape. And you uh, you you don't hear their name as much as I think you should. Kind of you know, again, I I say that with you a lot. A lot of times we're talking about them, man, like. If you this guy, top 100 guy, you know, and it's 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 just a deep class, man. So I feel like so many guys are falling, you know, you maybe not even falling, but just the names get mixed into a bunch. But um, I wanted to talk to a little bit about with you a little bit about what you do well, some of the things you want to improve on. Um, when I write your scouting report here in a couple of days, um, I'm going to have, you know, a strengths and some of the things, hey, some of the weaknesses and things you want to improve on. Um, what, what would you kind of put in that strengths category? And what would you maybe say, hey, these are some things that he needs to work on and get better at? Well, I, I know for strengths-wise, as far as me as a player, um, like at the physical standpoint, I know I'm very versatile. I know that's one thing that definitely pops out on tape for me and, and for people to see because I lined up at five tech, I lined up as a three, I lined up as a head of two on the guard in yeah. sub-packages in that 2020 season. I lined up as a, no, a, a shade on that center. So definitely extremely versatile and extremely uh, like lengthy, like, you know, size and length and like that. So definitely capable of playing inside and out. And, and definitely I say a pass rusher. And I say that because the numbers show, you know, these right. last two seasons combined, I led the team in sacks and TFLs. So definitely a versatile player in the pass rushing. That's physical at the point of attack. Being being able to play inside and out, you definitely have to have some 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 strength about you. And, and I say it's like as far as a weakness standpoint, and, and I know it showed on tape simply because we slanted so much 
and uh and I didn't get a, get a get to showcase or work on as much as I would wanted to just to get off, you know, because right. you got you got Nick Benito flying off the edge at times it seems, and you got Perry. I went for jumping off the tape sometimes. Then then I'm like like in between that second or third getting off the ball, like you know I. I'm good at the point of attack when it comes to making the pass rush move. Like, like, like my top of the rush moves, I, I was pretty solid at that at Oklahoma. It was just a get off that that I think I definitely could have improved on getting off the rock, and uh, particularly this last season, finishing plays in the backfield. I um, I easily, easily <laughs> could have had, easily could have had double digit sacks um this past season, but just just leaving too many plays in the backfield. Now, and that was a couple the two weeks I said that I wish I could that I could improve on. And, and, but overall, like by saying that and still leading the team in sacks and TFLs these last two years combined, man, it still showed what I'm capable of doing and, and how the ceiling, it, the sky's the limit for me. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Right. And I always love when I'm writing these out and some of the guys, quote unquote, weaknesses or cons or however we write them out. It's not something technical or it's not something, you know, where it's like eh, he's got short arms. You know, he allows guys into his chest and he hasn't been able to show. Oh, like, hey, You know, for you, it's just like you said, like finishing was a big one for me where it's like it's not that it's a weakness, but it's like, yeah, you got seven sacks. You could have had 12, yeah. you know, and, and, yeah. and again, like I look at I look I mean, again, you write it in a weak weakness column but to me it's like it's a weakness but you can also view that as a strength like how much yeah. more productive he can be if he just cleans up that little aspect of his game so um definitely definitely like that answer um you talked about Perion Winfrey Nick you know we talked about Brian Osmo a little bit um can you tell me how you guys worked off each other in that Oklahoma defense we talked about the way you guys play you know some of the slant techniques you guys do but I mean man having you and Benito on one edge and Perry on Winfrey in the middle and Brian Osamoa behind you and I mean again you guys had some players in the secondary too it's just that defense was a lot of fun can you just break down a little bit how you guys worked off of one another and how you guys played together yeah so I, I'm glad you asked that because I, I I had a relationship with each one of them individually in a football aspect of things because in that 2020 season I played defensive end and defensive tackle so working with Benito, like both on the edge, you know, both communicated with each other on what we could do, like like picking up things from one another, you know, communicating, like like communicating if the back was on one side or if, if there was an off back offset or, or a tight end that was off the ball coming back or whatever. So the communication with me and Nick Benito and the film study with Nick Benito, that, that's how our relationship was to like, you know, make improve each other. But like, you know, if, if one's doing so good, the other one's going to stand out too, because I mean, you got to block one of us. I mean, somebody's going to get the slide side. Absolutely. So. So, so, you know, it, making each other better 
you know, it, it would definitely give us an advantage. Then, like I touched on, I moved the defensive tackle. I got to be next to Perion Winfrey. And our communication was, you know, it was superb. Like, Perion Winfrey came in that 2020 season. Obviously didn't know the playbook as well as I did because I'd been there for I had a year right. in my belt with that defense. And me and him uh, gelling well together, you know, me being, you know, you know, technically sound and, you know, knowing my stuff, I was able to help Perry on along the way. Then as he learned and got better, we would make dummy calls, actually. Like, we would make dummy calls to throw off the offensive line, right. knowing we would still know what we do. So it, it was phenomenal working with him. And, and like I said, the same with Nick Benito. I mean, with me and Perry, you got a double team, one of us, then one of us is going to have a one-on-one, then it'll free up Nick Benito or somebody else. So, right. you know, as far as Brian Osamoa, I, I would also describe Brian Osamoa as a film junkie. Um, when it came to me and his relationship, communication was a big uh, thing as well, especially when I moved to defensive tackle and he was right behind me. Or when I was at defensive end, we would communicate sometimes. I'd be like, hey, I got the back. You got the quarterback on if they do that mesh read. So certain things like that. Um, Brian knowing the playbook, telling me what to look out for and, or me telling him what I'm going to do. Like, hey, I'm going to take a counter, cover me on the outside, like stuff like that. So, you know, it was spectacular working with all of them. And like, like I said, I got a relationship with each and every one of them individually out there on the field. You guys are fun, man. I mean, we, we talk about these Georgia defenders a lot. You know, they got a they got a loaded group over there as well. But we 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 don't talk. I mean, again, I, I'm trying to get there because again, I've had I've had Brian Osamo on. I'm, I'm supposed to be talking to uh, Perry on Winfrey, hopefully coming up here soon. Um, yeah. So I keep I keep mentioning that group, y'all's group, and the line with the Georgias and everybody. Yeah. You know, Alabama really doesn't have those defender, you know, the, the defensive group right. that they normally have. So it's just like, who's the next defense? You know, the Michigan kind of was there, but they lost guy to injury. And it's just like, Oklahoma yeah. might have that next best group coming in. And, and it's a good group, man. No, I, I definitely agree. Um, Yeah. Like you said, Georgia, you know, obviously Georgia, you know, rightfully so. Against the right. that they, they, they were put on a, you know, spectacular, almost flawless defensive, you know, uh, paralysis this season. So, Outside of that, I, I do think we're in conversation with that as well as being that next one. You talked a lot just recently about your inside-out versatility. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to take it back to a little bit of the combine pro day stuff, but you, uh, is, what's the feel from NFL teams? What's the feel from you know front office guys that you've talked to of where they is it being a versatile guy that can move around pretty much at ease, or is it hey we want to have you play here, but also reduce down inside on pass rush downs or have you bulk up a little bit, play primarily on the interior and then bounce outside and play some five tech, that type of deal. Like do, do they see you in one mold or the other? Yeah. So me being, you know, fortunate and blessed to have the coaching staff that I had to trust me to be inside and out and also credit to myself of knowing my stuff and being physically ready. And so that got me to the point where I am now with these coaches, they're saying, like, obviously, I played more DN than anything, so they'll start it off with, yeah, we see you primarily being a defensive end, you know. Right. Um, r- rarely have I had a team say, yeah, we want to bulk you up and put you at defensive tackle, like, right now, all this and that. But um, definitely. Has been a conversation with some, though? Yes, yes. It had, like, like, one team, I believe, did say that they wanted to do that, but then uh, but then they kind of, like, swayed it towards the end, and they was like, but we don't want to have to force you to do it. So, I mean, if you were a defensive end, we could put you in sub packages as a D-tackle, which right. is another right. So, me being in, you know, uh, in the future, obviously, probably in that 275 range, 270, playing defensive end, then in certain down, certain down, certain situations, bringing in a smaller, faster defensive end, kicking me down to a, a detackling sub packages, man. And, and that's what I've been really getting from all these teams is, is that really that kind of perspective on me and what they see me fitting in. That's such one of my favorite topics of conversation with, with guys like yourself who have done and have the body size and length and stuff to do both because, you know, there's a lot of guys in this class who were 
we call them tweeners, but aren't, I mean, I'm yeah. not going to consider you in that category because I've used an edge guy who can rush right. from the inside, but there's a lot of guys in this class. And it's like, is he an edge? Is he a, you know, five tech is, could he bulk up and play three tech? Uh, you know, and again, like, I was glad you said that wasn't a topic of conversation with a lot of teams. Cause man, it's when you talk about your testing, you talk about your size, you talk about your explosiveness. It's like, put that guy on the edge and let him go get the quarterback. And then again, just make it easier on your defense when on third and 12 reduce. Isaiah Thomas down inside and then bring one of your, you know, pass rush specialists in and you can make, you know, a lot of impressive, you know, pass rush, you know, tandems like that. So um, I was just curious because again, a lot of guys who have your size, your length, you know, that ability to move inside and out some teams and we, we, we kill them all the time on Twitter and stuff. And then the media yeah. is just like, what are you, why are you guys doing? You know, yeah, the defense, the interior pass rush is king, but man, you you can you can d- reduce those edge guys down. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence does it a lot with the Cowboys. Um, yes, sir. You'll see him on you know play the three tech role on on you know third and long a lot, and it's like he's not a defensive tackle. You just move him inside, and his quickness overwhelms those interior guys. Yeah, I agree because um even I don't know if you got to see me at the Senior Bowl, but I, mm-hmm. I played a lot of reps at D tackle. I mean, yep. So. In certain one-on-ones, I remember I had, I had a really clean rush in, in one-on-ones at defensive tackle because we were so – like you said, we were so loaded at edge. Like, we had we had like six or seven edge guys, and we had like like uh, less defensive tackles, and we had a guy or two get hurt. So I told Coach straight up, um, I, was, I was a coach, let me play D-tackle tomorrow. Like, I can do it or whatever. So throughout the rest of the practices and like majority of the whole game, I played D-tackle, and, man, I had some really nice clean rushes, man, at, at edge and tackle, and it just like showed that I'm capable of doing both, like you said, I'm rushing inside at D-tackle, but primarily that edge player. For sure. No, def- definitely, definitely love that. Um, I wanted to ask a little bit, uh, what, so I know you, you guys, I talked to Brian, like I said, a couple, I guess it's been a month ago now, and he told me how much film you guys spend watching. He, he mentioned yeah. you by name, all you guys on defense. It was just a film-heavy locker room. Um, yeah. What are some guys that you watch on tape in the NFL or maybe some guys you watch in college that you kind of replicate your game after or take some bits and pieces of what they do to add it to your uh, tool belt? Yeah, so, yeah, going back to what you said first, Brian is 100% right. I know for <laughs> sure we were definitely a film-oriented team, and I know specifically myself and him as well were, like, really deep in the film. And um, and as far as me trying to, like, emulate my game after somebody was somebody that I watched, like, Obviously, I watch the Miles Garrett of the world, the, the, the TJ Watts, Joey Boston, and whatnot. But a guy I like to really watch and, you know, kind of like, you know, not resemble my game after, but a guy who I can see myself being similar to is um, Cam right. Jordan. Okay. Uh, Cam Cam Jordan plays at edge, but I've, there's been several instances I've seen him at the tackle and win yeah. off patch versus, I mean, uh, a game that comes to mind off the top of my head was last year against the Buccaneers, man. I mean, he, he just, just wrecked that whole game for the Buccaneers, man. So, you know. As far as college, there wasn't, especially, I mean, like now there wasn't like nobody who I like, like watched it and tried to like, you know, like emulate my game. Oh, sorry. I got a phone call. You're good. Oh, but, uh, try to get back. but, uh, there was nobody specifically in college right now that I tried to, you know, emulate my game after, but, I, but I would watch, uh, see stuff with Aiden Hutchinson and stuff like that. I mean, the, and I would practice drills of what they did. I know there was a rep of Aiden Hutchinson beating the tackle then beating the, uh, the back off a counter move and you know there were drills like that that I right. really like it translates so that's how I would really break down film of who I would watch in the league and like certain things that I would take from college players as far as a drill standpoint cool yeah no I love that I mean Cam Jordan's one of my favorite players in the league just such an right. underrated dude who like I mean again a guy who can win off the edge you can reduce him down inside you can win that yeah. way I mean just technician he plays with explosiveness he might not be your 
your Von Miller type of bendy guy, but you exactly. just don't have to be that to win in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not at all. And and definitely, you know, like you said, the Von Millers, uh, Aaron Donalds of the world get all the, you know, love and credit as they deserve, you know, right, right for so. But, you know, there's a there's a lot of things. Oh, and Max Crosby, uh, Max Crosby's another one. He's a f- phenomenal rusher. Absolutely. You know? I don't I don't particularly emulate my game after him or take too many stuff from him because, I mean, he can do he can do a lot, you know, a lot of spins, counters and whatnot. But that's a guy I like to watch as well. Cool. Yeah. Max came on the show a few years ago. Um, it was, was one of my, he was, he was a great personality and, you know, he's kind of carried that personality into the league. So it's cool to see him kind of blossom yeah. into what we, what we got a, a taste of a few years ago on the show. Um, man. So I'm going to kind of close it out. I got a few more questions for you. I get you out of here. Um, yeah. As far as what you do off the field, you know, when you're not playing football, when you're, when you're not working out, what do you like to spend your time doing and, and what do you focus on when you're not, in the football film room? Yeah, so outside of me just, like, spending time with my girl, man, I, I like to just get on the video game, man, some time and just, just ease my mind and just disconnect from the world. I mean, uh, I, I did fish, like, a lot. Like, around this time last year, I went fishing several times, man, uh, from Oklahoma, man. There's a lot of different spots you can fish at. Um, I love to listen to music, man. Like, like, And I'm a big, like, like music guy. Like, I like to expand my taste in music, like, listen to hip-hop, rap, but then I, I like to put some, uh, some R&B on, man some old school R&B specifically that and really just ease my mind and relax. And um, I, I, outside of that, I plan on buying a bike here soon just to, just to really get outdoors more and stuff like that. Just to, just to, not to explore as much, but just to, you know, get that nostalgic feeling of being a kid again, riding bikes outside and have fun. So really the things that I like to do is just really disconnect with the world outside. Cause I know social media can be overwhelming. Yes. And, um, yeah. And, you know, getting being able to spend time with family a lot recently has been has been really nice, and being able to give back and uh, talk to ones that are like less fortunate. So, recently, that's been like the stuff that I've been on, the stuff that things that I've been doing. So, outside of working out in football, so really, really, I've been very fortunate to be able to do those things. Cool, and I'm clo- let you close it out of this man. Uh, team that drafts Isaiah Thomas, where are they getting in you uh, as a football player? Oh, definitely a, a relentless player. That that like I know for sure adversity comes a lot, and and I think. And this is another thing I will say, and I'm very adamant about that. I think no other player in this draft can respond and handle adversity as well as I can. Specifically uh, talking about my journey, I, I know like people really wouldn't have been able to stick and stay at OU with the success that I didn't have early in my career and stick it out and have the success that I had. So a player that responds well to adversity, a physical and dominant player that's versatile and that can be a pass rusher and fit in really any defensive scheme. And, and, and I know for sure any team will get that out of me. Love it, man. Uh, I love the the uh, workout with Cowboys. I'm gonna definitely oh, yeah. uh, crossing my fingers on that one and hoping that one yeah. pans out. But we'll, we'll we'll be rooting and excited to see where you end up one way or the other because no, it's gonna come um, early on draft day. And we can't wait to see where you end up, man. Yes, sir, man. I really appreciate you for your time. Yeah. You have a good one and uh, continue to work out hard, and we'll uh, see where you end up here, man. I know it's got about I guess we're about three weeks away. So you got any plans or anything coming up for what you're gonna do until draft weekend gets here? Oh, funny you ask that. Yes, sir. So uh, this Saturday, I have a gender reveal. Uh, me, okay. and my girl, awesome. me and my girl, we're having a child. So uh, I have a gender reveal here in a couple of days, and uh, that, that'll be exciting to see what we get. And uh, outside you, of that. What are you hoping um, for? Oh, a boy, for sure. Oh, okay. Boy. Hoping for a boy. But uh, outside of that, man, it's really, uh, I, really whatever we get, just a healthy baby, man. But um, uh, yes, hoping for a boy. I will say that. I'm not scared to say it. I want a boy. But um, yeah, that, you really, that's all I have planned up. That's all I have planned uh, upcoming uh, soon, so that I'm looking out for that. 
Awesome, man. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Isaiah Thomas, Oklahoma, defensive lineman, edge rusher. You can do a bunch of different things. We're excited to have him on the show. We're excited to see where he ends up in the draft day. Thanks so much for coming on the show, man. I'm going to see you guys.